I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome back to the Walker Report Extra podcast. Sunderland have picked up four points from their last two games and head into a crucial January period that will surely decide our fate this season be it mid-table obscurity or getting the promotion push right back on. Um, our first foot at the Stadium of Light is a side who did actually put the final nail in the coffin of the Jack Ross era, Lincoln City, and we have Joanna with us from the Lady Imps to discuss everything Lincoln. How are you, Joanna? Are you all right? I'm well, thank you. Good. Um, first and foremost, some people might be wondering, what is the Lady Imps? So I will ask, what, what is it and what does it entail? Okay, so Lady Imps Supporters Association, um, also known as LISA. Um, it began March 2017. Um, a, uh, a, a fan who was kind of new to watching Lincoln um, kind of just put a post on Facebook kind of saying that she was new um, to kind of watching Lincoln and had fallen in love with Lincoln um, and just asked if anybody would be interested in kind of being part of a a kind of a lady-only supporters group, but we've we've kind of grown since then, yeah. and we're quite open and inclusive. Um, and it's basically, um, I think it started at that point back in 2017 with about 800 members, um, and we've now got um, 1,200 members on Facebook and Twitter, um, with about 140 paid-up members. So it's kind of it's kind of any gender, but it'd be true to say that most of the members and the um, kind of followers are are women. Um, and it's about encouraging women um, to kind of get involved in watching and loving Lincoln and kind of that sense of being able to talk about football and show that passion without kind of made to feel that you shouldn't kind of be enjoying it or you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I so, think, yeah. I think, I mean... People listening to the podcast will know that I've extensively covered a lot of women's football this year, especially um, with the Sunderland ladies who have done fantastically well. Um, and I believe the Lady Imps does cover the men's and women's team. It's the whole thing, isn't it? It's Lincoln as a whole. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're official supporter group for Lincoln City women. So there's a lot of um, uh, Lady Imps who also now follow Lincoln City women and the Lisa group as a whole are pretty active on generating kind of support and interest um, at the Lincoln City Women game. game. So, yeah, yeah, we've, we're trying to um, push that game and promote it as, as much as possible. Yeah. 
And one thing I, I quite liked about Lincoln, I had um, Michael Horton, which I believe is from the BBC, who covers Lincoln um, around October time during the sort of the last game just before then. I had him on the show. And I think one thing I really, really noticed about Lincoln is it's, and it's not just been recently, it has been since sort of you had the Cowleys in, I would say, there does seem to be a big community, community element, sorry, to Lincoln City as a whole. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I, I think that, yeah, I, I mean, I see, I've see i seen the change. I mean, I've only been supporting Lincoln um, six years now, um, but I've seen a massive change from two and a half, three thousand now up to like, we've just had two 10 plus sellout games. Um, and that just the diversity there in terms of not just women, but families. Um, and yeah, that it's just a welcoming place, but that, yeah, that, that, how Lincoln itself has kind of taken the club to heart and how the club of, yeah, they're just out and about in the community. And I think the Cowley brothers were, uh, yeah, I think that they gave that a big push and worked on something that was, that was kind of there bubbling under, but it's even, even more so now. I think um, I'm probably not the only one saying this, but I've been to a few League One grounds this year. And Lincoln did feel very, very friendly, very family friendly and, and very welcoming sort of before the game. But it certainly didn't stop the atmosphere inside. It was absolutely bouncing and almost quite firing as bad as we were. I have to admit, it was a cracking atmosphere in that sort of corner near the away fans. It's, it's absolutely bouncing, isn't it? Yeah, and we've got to give the um, the 617 um, group credit for that. They are kind of, they're the, kind of the heartbeat, I suppose. They keep it going um, and they've been around... Um, for a while and kind of keep the singing going and keep the keep the mood up regardless of of the kind of what's happening on the pitch so yeah I think that um, and it, yeah and it kind of ripples all the way around the stadium I mean it, it was absolutely well as you can imagine with our sellout crowds it's been absolutely electric the last two games yeah it really was a, a crack in atmosphere and I think I think one of our games was a, that when we went there was sold out and obviously you won and we, we played terrible and you played really well. Um, but it was particularly good that day. But when I was speaking to Michael beforehand, I think he had just lost 6-0 at home to Oxford and he still spoke about the atmosphere then and said, you know, they never really stopped. Everyone sort of no. accepted that it was one of those games where things sort of happened. You just lost the Cowley brothers, but it was still the same level of intensity the whole way through. And there's definitely something to be said for that because... No offence to other League One clubs, but it's not always like that when I've been away from home. Sometimes it's a bit like a library. Oh, yeah. We're surprised. I mean, I know I can only talk for myself, but I'm I'm surprised that that supporters don't continue to back their teams when things aren't going so well. And I think that's something to be said for Lincoln is that we'll, we will back our team regardless of what's happening. Um, and we've had that little, a little bit of a blip when we lost the Cowleys. But I think we've, I'd certainly say that most of the supporters have now moved on and are supporting Michael Appleton. It's quite funny. Um, you know, last time we did face you was actually, you know, Jack Ross was our manager at the time. It was his last game, as it ended up being. And your man of the moment, obviously, um, the Cowley brothers uh, had just left. Um, I think it was probably too early last time that I spoke to a Lincoln fan about how things had been under Michael Appleton. But now that it's been a good few months, how have you personally found sort of the season going under Michael Appleton and what are your feelings towards him? Um, well, I actually like him. I mean, to be honest, I didn't know much about him um, until he came to us. Um, and, and I think that um, he, he's brought something different 
to us. And I think if 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 people were honest, then I think things weren't going well towards the end of the Cowley time with us. Yeah. Um, I think that Michael Appleton has brought a different style of football, and it's and I think the team are slowly kind of um, kind of bringing that to the field now. I think he's a more possession based um, manager. He that's the kind of football he wants. I think there's obviously more playing out from the back. Um, I think we, we're kind of less physical and more finesse, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think it's a kind of like, a, it's almost like they've got a freedom to play proper football. <laughs> yeah, no, um, absolutely. You can understand that. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of, that's the difference. And I think that... Um, and I think there was some criticism early on, but I think that's from people who were just still swept on that kind of cowley wave of winning and doing well. And I think that we've had to kind of get used to um, kind of, well, being in League One and that kind of experiencing that, that step up from League Two and kind of, uh, yeah, just the, the difference. And that I think now... Um, we're starting to reap some of the rewards of that, really. There's, we've had to be patient, and, and I think things will only get better now. Um, and I'm pretty confident that we'll stay up. Um, and, and I think that, we'll, that we're seeing some really good football, and some of the games haven't gone our way. And I think some of we've, we've lost a little bit of luck. I mean, I think we had a lot we had a lot of luck over the Cowley era as well. Yeah. Um, and not not taking away from the fact that we're, do you know what I mean? We did exceptionally well, but you have to have a little bit of luck, and I think we've we're we're getting a little bit bit of that back now, and um, yeah, getting some good results, and even even on some of the the games um, we had a run of losses, um, but we were only it kind of felt like we only just lost them, like there were yeah. some late goals, not and we didn't is. lose by many, yeah. I think what I've noticed about Lincoln as well is obviously you absolutely stormed the like the first month of the league. Um, I do like a a League One review sort of every month, and, and Lincoln was the big story, truth be told. Um, but I, I do find that sometimes there is that progression when you are building so much, like obviously coming from the National League, um, coming up to League Two, absolutely dominating League Two the season before you came up, and then you come into the league and you have that kind of follow on where the progression just builds and builds and obviously things were really positive under the Cowley and it seemed like a really positive club but then I think when Cowley left the the way that he was held in regard maybe even outside of Lincoln and the positivity that came throughout that era and the transition into a new much higher league than you've been in previously is quite a lot of things to take on board but some people might look at it and say, well, they started off really well and now they're suffering. Yes, it was blistering form at the beginning, but you've came through, as you said, that tough run of form and you're now 17th. Um, 17th sounds like it's close to the relegation, but I don't think anyone necessarily outside of Lincoln expects you to be there near the end of the season. Are, are you very confident that you can steer clear of any real danger? Yeah, and I think we're 16th now, actually. 16th. Um, Terrible yeah, research for me 16th. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I also think that it's kind of the the kind of the games we've had. We've had a we've had a lot of away games, um, and I think the second half of the season now we've we've got a good run of home games. And as you've already um, 
commented on, our, our kind of home support is massive. And yeah. I think you can't underestimate the impact that that has um, on the players and, and the team performance. So I'm confident that um, the the kind of the the next kind of run will will kind of will take us a little bit further up the table. But I I don't think any of us. Well, I'm not kind of looking at a kind of a another promotion um, bounce, but actually being comfortable in the table and feeling like that we're competing with our peers would be a good end of the season for me. And I think you've touched on the home form as well, especially. And I think I'm someone who very much likes to look at home form away from. I've got a thing for numbers for some reason. Um, and Lincoln, uh, probably good for Sunderland fans to hear this, but you're coming on the back of two hugely impressive victories, both of them at home. Uh, a 5-3 win over Ipswich. And that's, I know he conceded yeah. three, but five goals against, let's be honest, probably on their day, the best side in the league. And Peterborough, yep. who I think have been, yes, they've dipped a little bit, but that they are a crack inside with a great front three. Um, obviously beating them, which would have been yesterday. Um, but away from home, I think I could be slightly wrong with this, but it looks like there's only one away win in the last 12. Um, yeah. So the home form is huge. But I suppose with the away, Sunderland being at home and you being away on Saturday, is the away form a little bit of a worry? Um, it is. <laughs> um, but I think we've got to be, Go, we've got to be thinking positively after the, the last two games we've had that actually a, 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 an away win is possible. Um, we're on good form at the moment. Um, uh, Walker, our main striker, um, he's what is he something like? He's the fifth top scorer in the league. Yeah, he's quite quite um, far ahead. Yeah, and he yeah. Tore so us I to think we've got to be time. yeah, we've got to be positive about that and just. Just things seem to be coming together. Um, George Grant had the best game, I think, of his um, uh, Lincoln career yesterday. Um, we've got um, Morel, who a Welsh international again, um, possibly again his best game in a Lincoln shirt yesterday. So I think we've got some. It's me. We've got some real threats, and um, if we press well, with the with Walker up front, and then with other pressing players. And also some of the experienced players that we have who produce, such as Erdley, some amazing balls up to Walker. And if they pay off, then, uh, yeah, I think that's the, we're on a good run. And, and it is a good side. I mean, looking through the team, there is a couple of lone players there, but that is very much like a, a League One way, isn't it? There's a lot of lone players across yeah. all divisions. But one thing I did notice, there was a, a player that... <sighs> I don't want to say it impressed me because he actually worried me more than impressed me um, with his <laughs> pace against us uh, in the game at Sinsel Bank, uh, which is Bruno Andrade. But just after I realised that he wasn't playing and he has been injured, I noticed that the person who's replaced him, uh, which is Anderson, has been doing very, very well as well. But you've also got the lad from Southampton, Jake Hesketh. So like across the team, like you say, there is a lot of experience there, but it really is the young boys like Walker and Anderson that are really bringing um, probably the biggest threats um, two other League One teams at the moment. Um, Harry Anderson looks particularly on form at the moment. Yeah, and I think that um, I think that's what uh, Michael Appleton is um, encouraging as well. I think he's certainly one for um, progressing youth players um, and the younger players. And I think that I mean Anderson, um, he's been with us a while now, um, and I think. Not, I mean, I don't like criticising any players, but I think um, Harry Anderson has good and not so good games. Yeah. 
Um, and I think when he's when he's on form, I mean, his kind of like his pace and his ability to run at players is amazing. Sometimes that pays off and sometimes it doesn't, but he'll always give it a go. And you you'll often look at him and think, oh, he's he's kind of he's kind of like. He looks exhausted. He looks like he's ready to be <laughs> subbed. But then, absolute. Then all of a sudden, he'll just kind of, just kind of like, like I say, just kind of run at, run at your, at the the opposition, and just kind of be a be a goal threat. So yeah, and and Hesketh, Hesketh, I think some uh, some fans have maybe kind of questioned his ability, but I think he's own he's just kind of like improving every game. I think when you look through the team, the, the age as well, it's not like you've got a bunch of, it's not a bunch of teenagers. They're all at fantastic ages as well. I mean, I think yep. Tyler Walker's 23, Hesketh 22, Henderson 22, but there's there's also a left back. Um, that I'll be honest with you, I know more about them because I, I actually, another player that I signed on Football Manager once upon a time, um, but it was uh, Harry Toffolo, uh, I think I'm oh, pronouncing yeah. that right. But he obviously yep. came from Norwich, didn't play too much for Norwich, but played consistently for England under 18, under 19 and under 20. And he's another player, 24 years old, and he's one of the older players in the team on, on average. But you've got a good mm-hmm. set of players, that are not just teenagers, at a good young age, 23, 24, just about ready to hit their prime. Um, yeah. The one thing that worried me about Lincoln when we played you, and every every single time you got the ball, wasn't necessarily the ability. It was just the pace that really worried me. Do you think... Um, pace is a massive part of Lincoln's armour. I have since we last played you, you kind of got other things to your game that that could damage us. Do you think? Um, I mean, I think part of that pace was was built um, through Danny Cowley. Yeah. Um, and I think kind of that that fitness level. Um, and I think it was something that certainly um, has improved um, since the since the Cowleys came. Was actually looking at fitness of the players. And kind of like getting the best out of them, and we'd often um, have games where the opposition would kind of, were literally flagging, but we were still going and pushing, and we were getting lots of kind of late minute, kind of like last minute goals. So I think fitness is something that the Cowleys started, and um, and and that's kind of um, yeah, we're we're reaping some of the rewards of that now. I think, um, and again with some of those, as you say younger lone players that are kind of almost hitting hitting their peak and kind of I mean I I heard Joe Morell um uh, do an interview the other day and saying that kind of like he's he he's he's been picked he believes that part of being picked for for Welsh international is because of the the playing time and the and the games he's getting with Lincoln and the the fitness levels and on all of that so there's been some really good work um, done at Lincoln as from that from that angle, absolutely. So, and I think, yeah. So, I think that's kind of part of what we bring. Um, clearly, Walker and his um, goals, um, and like I say, some of those um, kind of older, experienced, um, certainly in the defence, like Boss and um, those defensive players like Bozzy. Yeah. Yep. The beast that is Bozzy. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's thirty one, I believe, but he, but I could be wrong. But was he? A, he's 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 well seasoned in this level, isn't he? I think he started at yeah. Millwall, and then I think yeah. he kind of mainly came to the fore at like Stevenage, but then had a really good five years at, at Peterborough. Um, all 
good teams at sort of League Two, League One level. So he brings with them a wealth of experience, doesn't he? And that, that kind of experience really helps players like 20, 22, 23. It seems like a, a really good blend and you can sort of see why there's been so much success. Oh, absolutely. I think it's that combination that absolutely we we certainly is, um, is, is, is performing well at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Who knows? We're obviously into a, a little bit of an unknown period now with the transfer window and we don't know what it will look like, um, I suppose, as the weeks evolve, but we can only hope that it will get better. Is there any players that, um, obviously we've talked about loan players and one of ours who no one's disappointed about losing him, to be completely honest, was Lawrence de Bock. Uh, we brought him in, I think his league debut was actually against Lincoln and he got tortured by uh, Bruno Andrade. But he's gone back to to Leeds because he wants to make a permanent move back to Belgium. But I think across the across the board, there's a lot of clubs in League One that maybe get loan players up until January and then worry that they might go back. Has any of your loan players, to your knowledge, got recall options? And is there anyone that you worried about particularly losing for being, being recalled um... by the main team? Yeah, I think there's there's uh, concerns that Morel might go back to Bristol. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that he's just he's signed a new contract with them, and obviously with his international call up and him playing so well, that's always a worry. Um, and they got Walker four 0 yesterday. Goals. Did Bristol yeah. City? So they they might want a few uh, reinforcements, shall we say? <laughs> Yeah, so I think I mean yeah, I mean but but I suppose for me it's kind of it's it's a worry, but it's the same for everybody, and I yeah. kind of think that it's one of those things that it will all come out in the wash, hopefully, and and actually still that we're still in a good position, and whatever we lose, that we 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 get in, if that makes sense. And yeah, so we balance it back there, out there. again. I mean, John Akinde, obviously, is, I think he's got about five goals, but most of them have came from the bench and he was your top scorer last season. And I suppose yeah. if it wasn't for the, the fact that Tyler Walker's hit the ground running as well as he has, you could probably have gone ahead and played with Akinde. So worst case scenario, you, you do lose someone like Tyler Walker. There is maybe not the same sort of player, but there's a replacement there. Yeah, I think that's the area that we're lacking in, though. To be fair, okay. I think we need we need strengthening uh, in the attacking part of the field. Really, um, we've probably it's only really uh, like you say, Akinde and Walker, and as you say, they're very different. And I think that um, John certainly made an impact. John Akinde certainly made on, an impact on the game yesterday when yeah. he came on. He, it's almost like he's a tactical substitute, I think, really. Yeah, because he's huge, isn't um, he? Yeah. The big guy. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Tyler Walker's all about pace, speed. And pace small. and getting into position. And John will take a few few kind of players out the game, yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, he, yeah, he brings something different. And I think... It's more about him coming off the bench, but we need somebody who we, we need. We need more than that. Yeah. Yeah. On to Sunderland a little bit. Um, I've been asking this question more and more the longer we've been in League One, which is probably unfortunate for us. And trust me, nothing you could say here would surprise any Sunderland fan. I don't think, but um, I imagine you were at the game against ourselves um, in yeah. October. Were you surprised by how just how poor Sunderland were, and are you surprised how much we struggled? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose I expected more, but it's football. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's, 
kind of that. It just kind of feels that's how it goes. Um, you take the rough with the smooth. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think um, ultimately I, I didn't think that we would win. Um, but yeah. It was a good it was a good day. I did enjoy myself. That was uh I went down with um with Tom White of Sky Sports fame. Um yep. had a good day with him and we went in the, the bar beforehand and it was all brilliant apart from the ninety minutes sort of on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when to be honest with you, I think a lot of Sunderland fans listening, if they remember back to that day, I think a lot of people thought that was kind of like the, the straw that brought the camels back with Jack Ross and, and as it appeared to be he was sacked shortly after that a few days later but then things have yeah. just got so much worse for us um because it's replacements been just twice as bad but the home form to be honest we we've only lost one under parkinson but we've just drew a lot and not been very impressive and have suddenly started yeah. playing five at the back so i don't know what's on the side you're going to see on saturday to completely to be completely honest i can just hedge my bets it's probably not that much better if at all better than the one that you saw at central bank to be honest so maybe you can get a maybe you can get a back-to-back victory against us well that's what i'm hoping for i'm not expecting it to be a goal fest though no i think we've kind of yeah i think we i think we'll get a win um but i'm i'm going for a 1-0 one 1-0 nil, one nil win to lincoln on saturday I've looked through the I've looked through your, your results and talking about sort of your away games. We, we we don't score too many either, to be honest. But um sort of away from home, I think you've drew drew blanks in the past two, I think. I think it was Coventry, I think I was looking at you yeah. played and then and then somebody else as well. Uh, Oxford as it was. But I mean both good sides, don't get me wrong, and both of them were only one nil defeats, but yeah. you don't score too many away from home. Um do you set up differently away from home than you maybe would at, at home? I don't believe, I mean I think that up until um this this festive kind of run I think there's been changes in the team yeah. but I I feel pretty confident that um Michael Appleton will put the same team out as that we've had um over the last two games um the only difference is, is I think if there's any new signings um I think there's a potential for maybe if it's a, an attacker for them to be on the bench yeah. maybe um, so I think it will be pretty much the same kind of formation, the kind of four-two-three-one, yeah, kind of setup. Um, I can't see, because we've played so well. Um, I can't see him changing unless there's any kind of injuries or anything that I don't really know about. Um, yeah, because O'Connor went off um, yesterday, and I, I'm pretty sure that was probably injury. Um, so that he, that could be where any change might be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking looking through the team, you play very similar to what we used to play under sort of Jack Ross. I think um, you've got Vickers obviously in goal with a back four. Yeah. Erdley, Bostwick, Bolger, and Toffolo, and you've got sort of Connor and Morell sitting. But then you've got that really pacey attacking front four of Anderson, Hesketh, Grant, and, and Walker. Um, yeah. You mentioned George Grant yesterday. He actually got the win in, in the last minute, which. I think he started quite well, didn't he? But he, like a typical winger, he had a couple of months ways off the boil. But is he a player you're expecting to to be bang on form after yesterday? Oh yeah, and and I think that also he's changed position slightly, yeah. thinking more in putting more in the middle. And I think prior to that, I think he had quite quite a lot of assists. Um, so I think assists wise, he he was doing pretty well, um, but maybe not showing. Almost kind of not the end, getting that finished product, but I think that free kick yesterday hopefully will 
now he's kind of on the score sheet will will boost his confidence and he was my man of the match yesterday um i just i'm just kind of like in awe of some of his um some of his play it's the, amazing the thing i find quite interesting <laughs> about um sort of your forward line your number 10 um or winger if you prefer and your centre forward George Grant and, and Tyler Walker is that they both came both the same age and both came from Nottingham Forest on loan um yep. did they both come at the same time was that like a double purchase as if like you were going to spearhead the season with those two because they would obviously come through the ranks together because they do work together quite well I watched your first sort of three or four games of the season and them two were just working together perfectly yeah, and I think they'd both been at Mansfield at the same time as well. Oh, I think. so they were. Yes, that's absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. So I think Walker was was he top scorer for Mansfield? I think in the short goals. time that he was with them. Yeah, I think he scored twenty two goals in total, which is yeah. not bad by anyone's standards. Yeah, I think they're on separate kind. I think they're on different kind of deals, but I um I think they may have come about the same time. Yeah. Because there's definitely a, te- so maybe, like a, telepa- a, te- yeah. a telepathy, I think is the right word there. Uh, trying yeah. to get the right word there, but I couldn't quite get it. But um, you've already touched on you feel that it will be a win for Lincoln. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go, I think, a draw. Um, we love yeah. a 1-1, so I think I'm going to go 1-1. But if I had to push it for a scoreline and a scorer, what would you go for? Um, I-, I spoke to my son about this. I'm rubbish at predicting. So I had <laughs> so to go I, don't to worry. him for this. <laughs> and I actually don't like I don't like predicting. Um but um yeah, my son is saying a Lincoln win and uh-huh. he's he's saying a Walker penalty. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, I don't know if you've seen <laughs> our game yesterday, but we we give away a penalty and I say that in inverted commas, it was just two lads fell into each other. It was the most ridiculous penalty I've ever seen. So <laughs> allegedly League One referees just like giving penalties for, I don't know, passing wind. Um, so <laughs> you probably will be a penalty for you, yes. But um, are you coming up on Saturday or are you giving this one a miss? No, coming up coming up Saturday and staying over. Fantastic. Are you staying over in Sunderland? Yeah, yeah staying over in Sunderland Fantastic. and then hitting the shops on on Sunday to spend Christmas money well I hope you have an absolutely fantastic time Joanna but thanks very much for coming on I hope you don't have a good 90 minutes between 3 and sort of quarter to 5 <laughs> I'll be honest with you but outside of that do enjoy the city uh, it's not what people tell you it is it's a really really wonderful place um, and thanks very much for joining us well thanks very much and I'll be um, one of I think about 3,000 imps heading up the A1 on Saturday not a bad following that not, compared to uh, some League 1 clubs mentioning in no names MK Dons Um, (laughs) but thanks again Joanna thank you you're welcome thanks very much Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.